listening to Paint the Town podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Welcome to Paint the Town podcast. I am Teach, and with me today is... James, what's up? And today we are in Las Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, baby. And we are with like one of my favorite couples in the world. Um, I'm pretty famous to you on the streets, I would say. Absolutely. These guys were hot and heavy in L.A. for a while, and now they're over here in Vegas burning it up. Well, I'm there. She is, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, and I'm, you killed me first. Yeah. And, you know, for me, especially as just a fan of street art since 2011, man, I've seen your guys work like in L.A. I mean, um, you know, we put together some street art shows, too, with uh, quite a few artists. Um, and like I said, to me, it's just so interesting always to finally be able to meet the people behind the art, man. So yeah. it's, it's an honor for me, myself, man. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's <laughs> cool. Absolutely, man. I, I've, I've always loved seeing the work. Um, I love seeing the, the, the there she is, you know, just because it adds like another little element. Um, I, I haven't seen any other type of artwork like that in the in the streets. Um, and where where would you say you got your influence from? I my influence was just uh, my painting, and that was what I was doing. And uh, so the street art for me was a way of just like making an open gallery of like just things I was working on. So like your medium, what, did you have a certain, any kind of particular medium you like working with like watercolors or acrylics, acrylics, acrylics. acrylic because that was easy and it was fast. So I could try to do a lot of paintings, you know, because I want to make lots of different copies of them. But I, of course I always wanted to do them all hand painted. So right. acrylic was quick, easy, just bunch of brush strokes. And then I started getting more detailed and detailed. Now the subject matter, how did you come up with your, with your subject matter? A lot of them were just started out to be mainly faces and the robot. The robot was my little... I love the robot. Yeah. yeah so I, I don't even know where that kind of came from. But it just started happening and people responded to it too. And I loved it. Like I always like sci-fi and things like that and sort of like bringing that's, those characters to life. So okay. Well, wait. Okay. Where did you, where did you grow up? Gosh, uh, Northern California, lived a little bit in Oklahoma, came back to California. Oh, wow. uh, did, okay. did a lot of just what art. part of NorCal? Uh, Sacramento and then Sac San Francisco, <laughs> yeah. Good old Sacktown. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, I like to kind of go a little bit in depth with, you know, how I get people come up with their images and yeah. stuff. So, like... Um, were your parents your parents together? They separated. Um, they, they, what kind they were of home together until I was about thirteen? Then they separated, and then they got remarried. But uh, they were. He, my dad was an engineer, so he was very technical and very all. What kind of engineer? Like GPS, did a lot of like. Oh the my first god! Kind of, first kind of GPSs that were in satellite stuff that was happening. So he did a lot of navigation things. That's where some of the coolness comes from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we are a part of who we come from. You know, whether you like it or not, we are a part of who we come from. Like so this guy here. He killed me first, helps me, like, try to figure out who I used to be and who I am. We're always trying to kind of get back to that. But, yeah. What I yeah. love about you guys, too, is you guys do it street art as a couple, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, I would never did it apart. Every piece has always been together. He started seeing the nomade out yeah. on the streets and would notice them. And I would always steer away from looking at street art for a lot of a long time because I felt like it was, I thought they were maybe advertisements and they were trying to. <laughs> me in. And I was like, I'm yeah. not going to get the media is after me again. I was what like, no doing? way. No, I think it's art. I really think it's art. And that's when we started yeah. really noticing it. <clears throat> yeah, it was the nomade. Then when I started seeing those pieces on Melrose, mm -hmm. I was like, what the hell is this? So, so let me ask you, we, we kind of just been talking a lot because it seems like one of the things that all inspired us, whether it were um, documenting street art or doing street art, I mean, did Exit Through the Gift Shop have a uh, kind of like a uh, inspiration on you guys? Because I know for Teach, it's such like, you know, his textbook, basically, yeah. he always says. I don't, I don't know if I really was that influenced by it. Uh, Interesting. I don't, we're already doing? Yeah, we're yeah, already exactly. doing street art. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Because there we go. Yeah. yeah. So, like, okay, let's yeah. go back a little bit with, with You Kill Me First. Where yeah. are you from? I was born in Fresno, California. Okay. 
And yeah, and then lived there until I was about 18 and moved to LA to play butt rock and bands and stuff. <laughs> I lo- wait, it, what? I love that definition, butt rock. <laughs> you know, like, like Bon Jovi, yeah. Poison yeah. Motley Crue. Like a yeah. bunch of guys wearing makeup, trying to look like chicks. You know? thing is, the thing is, I feel like it's different from glam rock. You, you, you know, yeah. glam rock was more like, you know, it could be like Kiss or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but rock sweet. wasn't as cool. Yeah, it was like more like rugged, right? So, yeah. yeah. What kind of uh, what kind of home situation did you grow up with? Uh, well, okay, get ready for this one. My mother had me when she was really young, like around sixteen, I think. So, oh wow, her mother adopted me. So I grew up with my grandmother being my mother and my sister, or my mom being my sister. So, Interesting. Yeah. That kind of dynamic. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So yeah. Right. So it was kind of. But I always knew it's like I didn't like you know they didn't I didn't find out like I was shocked oh my god or anything. Oh so wait you didn't you didn't you weren't told until later on. No I always knew. Oh okay 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 I see see what you're saying okay I I see interesting man you know what um, yeah that must be a crazy dynamic to kind of grow grow up in because your mom's kind of like your sister. Yeah it was kind of weird maturity right. Yeah it it was sort of strange and then I just kind of found out who my father was a couple years ago and oh wow yeah it was weird and that side of the family wasn't like a fan of me or whatever so interesting interesting so I mean you know I have some friends too that are either adopted or you know um that's such a crazy journey man I mean would you recommend it uh I, I don't know I mean I I thought I grew up normal and everything. What got you into music? Uh, I saw like Kiss when I was a kid. Yes. And like my brother, my older brother would always play like Black Sabbath records and like, you know, Cheap Trick and stuff. So I'd always hear that and I'd sneak in his room and play his records all the time. So I just got into music and I wanted to be, I wanted to be Gene Simmons when I was a kid. <laughs> Who didn't? Right? And then my mom took me, my mom took me to my first concert when, in 79. I was nine years old and oh, saw the man. Kiss Dynasty tour. So I was hooked. Well, so I played music Kiss forever. Is, dude, I used to stretch my tongue. <laughs> it's stupid. I, I actually hey, got to come in handy. <laughs> I actually I got thought. to play like five shows on the farewell tour in one of my bands. And it was like. It was like seeing behind the curtain in Oz. I was like, oh, uh, like, we're getting ready. Peter Chris would come out of the stall after just going to the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, well. There goes that. There goes, yeah, there goes some hero poop, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was really strange. <laughs> so let me ask you, just curious, did you know that Kiss is having their uh, last concert tour ever? I don't yes. know. I don't know what? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll it's, say it's, it's the la- it's the last tour with Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley before they have other people take their place, right? And oh, still continue as kids, which they will, or because, because you know the money, uh, of course. Well, or maybe it's a hologram. <laughs> I would be more happy to see a hologram of the original members than see the, how yeah, they are because now. Because then it's like a Vegas show or something yeah. like weird. You, you, you know, yeah. you have like the fake Beatles playing. Yeah, you know, it's not truly like so. <laughs> You know, kids can maybe see something cool, maybe. Yeah, no, no. So, so let me ask you. So actually, this Tuesday, they're playing in L.A. at the Honda Center. Ah, uh, what? Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part of this last tour ever thing. Yeah. But the thing is, like, part of me, like, see, whenever I see, like, I'm, you know, I've seen, like, Paul McCartney. I've seen all the guys who you're supposed to see before they die. Right. right. And you're always like, damn, you, you got to see this guy. Like, yeah. Rolling Stones, you got to see him before, <laughs> totally. like. You know what I mean? But they keep on coming back. That's man. true. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Rockstars never die. Well, they keep coming up with better supplements. That's yeah, true. You know? <laughs> That's true. At some point, keep going. Like I said, the holograms are going to be so good that, like I said, we, we, we didn't even realize that, you know, that they're gone, man. Right? <laughs> a lot of bands, though, where it just seems like that I don't want to see this version. It's just I crave to see that old You're, version. <clears> I don't want to. Oh. I don't, don't want to. Yeah. Okay. So let me tell you something. I saw Journey recently, oh, right? Nice. Oh, and another that. one I saw um, Queen recently. Yeah. Okay. So both of those don't have their original lead yeah, they, singers they, anymore. Uh, right? The guy in Journey. What's that? Jimmy that guy's he's a, good. He's a, yeah. He's a uh, he's a Filipino guy. Yeah. Um, shoot, I can't remember what his name, his name is. Yeah. I saw like, the movie. It, it was amazing, right? Yeah. Stop believing. He's <laughs> great. That guy's so it, good. It, it was awesome. Like I said, it, and I saw him live. Like I said, and it was amazing. You, you know what I mean? And the thing is, when I saw Queen, right. Yeah. Okay, so Adam Lambert was, uh, like I said, I'm just a big music fan, whether it's classic rock, DJ, anything, you know. But, like, Adam Lambert didn't try to replace Freddie Mercury because it's pretty much impossible, right? Right. <clears throat> yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it, but the cool thing is, like, you know what? 
don't forget, like, you watch Ryan May play guitar, and they had, like, uh, like I said, I'm thinking about it, I'm choking up because it was so beautiful. Freddie Mercury on the screen singing along just the vocal. Yeah. Uh, so it actually, if you had the shitty seats, it's like, hey, you'd be looking at the screen anyway. You're right. right? You know, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's just funny, but like I said, I did crave, I, I was wishing, like you said, the original version of the band. You yeah. Know, you know what I mean? So, um, what other bands? I mean, like you said, you said Bon Jovi, right? Or some of the, <laughs> the ones that <laughs> inspired you. I mean, well, well, yeah, like Kiss and stuff really inspired me. And and that's uh, the one that both of us, I did not grow up with Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of bands that we do. It's like all because we came together to write music. Yeah. So a lot of our background. Awesome. What kind of music? Yeah. You know, I'm a musician as well, too. You know, I'm a DJ regularly. Um, house music, hip hop music, but I also have a background in playing guitar. I love classic rock nice. um, and things like that. One of the guys I jam with is actually, uh, we, we don't have really have a band name. We kind of just get together and jam. He's one of the touring guys for Casey and the Sunshine. Oh, nice. Too, you know? so, <laughs> so it's just like, it, no, it's just, LA's a weird place. You yeah. Know, you know what I mean? Well, I played, the, I played the piano when I was really young for four years, but I hated it because I had to do these stupid recitals and go to a guild and be uh, judged. As a young kid, a I wasn't ready for that yet, right? right? Yeah. But then trumpet. I played the trumpet in the marching band, okay? And the only reason why I did that was because the band went on a band trip every year and a half, and I did that so I could get out of town away from my parents. How beautiful nice. was that that I put myself through all that those games of marching just to – and it was only every other year. It wasn't every year. Uh, but you know what, man? Marching I can man. play the hell out of a trumpet if I, I want bet. to, though. <laughs> Fuck everybody. I bet. <laughs> marching band get no, gets no respect, man. On the That's level, true. you know they should get more respect. You know, I mean, like I said, but drumline, you know, they're trying to bring it, make yeah. it kind of cool. You know, I mean, so what kind of music did you guys? Were you guys coming together to write? Was it rock music? What, like, you know, what is it like? Well, I don't know. Uh, I'd say rock. Rock ish. Rock ish. Were you supposed to be? Who was supposed to be the singer and like or? That was what I used to do in LA. Was okay. Awesome. Awesome. Bands and stuff. So yeah, I was like, please, let's write some song together. <laughs> we were like recording all these tracks by himself, so we were gonna do this duo, sort of electronic guitar driven, ba- bass driven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me just singing over everything because yeah. that's what he says I like to do. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> and then you guys kind of found some art together, right? And yeah, then because... Well, what? she made a painting for me of the hitchhiking ghost from the Haunted Mansion. Ooh. So I was like, uh, what the, what, really? I was like, wow. And then, like, the whole art thing, she told me she was an artist. And like, meanwhile, you're a graphic artist doing yeah. band flyers and <coughs> album covers and all kinds okay, of... Okay, wait a second. Let's back up and just a second. This, yeah. When did you start get started with art? Because you got started with the music first and then the art? Yeah, I played music for a long time. And then uh, I just ended up getting on a computer like sometime in the 90s uh, and just started making flyers and stuff and just kept making band flyers forever. And whatever bands would just keep, oh, you got to make a shirt. You got to make a flyer. You got to do this. So then that's pretty much how I learned how to make art. Was just doing all that stuff. So that's like all my influences came from like, you know, just logos and stuff like that. That's very awesome. cleverly designed and very wait, well wait, designed. Wait, ninety something. See, that's what I'm saying. I, I love it because, like, like I said, you guys were doing the street art thing. Well, now wait a second. Okay, so then you started doing art and yes. everything, right? Yeah. But now, when did you all of a sudden decide? You know what? I'm going to put this on the street. Uh, 2011. That was when well, we, after yeah, well, we had been. <coughs> Yeah, we we've just been noticing the street art for a long yeah, time. Yeah, we because so we moved. Like a, sorry, you. Well, we moved to <laughs> Melrose, right off Melrose, Melrose and Martell. In oh like man, 2011. It was That's exploding. right in the middle. Yeah, we were. It was totally exploding, and I worked on Melrose, so I would just drive every day and see like all the different artists, and I'm like, what the? Who's this? And who's that? And then so I'm saying, LA had a real. I mean, it still does have a scene. Yeah, you, you know, I mean, like. Like, you know how music's, we have, music, we have different scenes of, like, you know, Absolutely. promoters, right? And things like, in you know, there's a whole bunch of different types of art folk, right? You know, and some people are the high art folk. And I'm telling you, man, in street art, there's still a scene, you know? And people come to L.A., hey, I'm also going to check out the street Absolutely. art scene there, yeah. you know what I mean? So, wow. um, yeah. I remember something I read on Melrose and Fairfax or... It was like, hey, this is where all the sharks come to to play dabble. So, like, I always thought that was like really, really uh, eloquent. You, you know what I mean? And uh, like I said, it's so awesome that you guys were just inspired by what's going on because you were living in the 
local area. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so you guys actually got to hang out and, and meet with, with Greg Linton, who yeah. was the creator of yeah, Barrels and Fairfax. He actually ended up naming uh, There She Is because like uh, the first post. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, the, wow. very, the very first post that we saw of her art on Melrose and Fairfax, he wrote, There She Is. And then wrote a little article or whatever. So <laughs> that's how she got her name. She's like, well, I'm going to use that for a name. There she is. That's awesome. Wow. There we go. Origin stories. I love it. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. That's cool. So I can't even remember what inspired us to, because we both, like, I do painting and you did the graphic art and we both decided we wanted to use what we know and try to create some street art and put it out there. And I don't remember what. What was the last final moment that we decided we were like, that's it. I gotta, we've got to put this on paper. We've got to walk out there. But I remember walking out there and putting out these little tiny pasters that we made. And <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Would well, you remember like what the first pieces were that you did? Yes. It's actually on Melrose and Fairfax. It's just like a little tiny lung, like the same image of a lung that I've been using forever. Where, where, where it's on the walls here somewhere. Yeah, there's so much art in the studio, guys. I mean, it's it's awesome to be in here. Yeah, you, no, this is like one of my favorite types of places to be in when <laughs> there's you. original artwork covering almost every square foot of the wall. I remember you had somebody uh, had holding a gun and it said you killed me first, yeah, that's right? uh, Yeah, that's I stole the, the name. Well, I first started using the image of Lung holding the gun. It's like at the, at the ending of the movie, mm -hmm. You Killed Me First, a Richard Kern movie where she kills her family. And I just story. used that. <laughs> yeah. And it. then I ended up using, I ended up putting the name on it. And then I was like, well, shit, I'm just going to be You Kill Me First then. And then that's how I ended up using yeah, that. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's awesome because, like like I said, for us as a LA Street Art Gallery, just documenting it for all these years to me, like I said, I would just be walking around Hollywood and wondering, like, does this? It's awesome. <laughs> you know, I mean, thank you guys. And why? Why? Awesome. What and is why? it? <laughs> what is it they went through to make them decide that this is something that they wanted to do? You know what I mean? That's that's one of the things that's, that's always uh, interested me about seeing the the artwork on the streets. Yeah. You know. And I still um, ask myself that a lot too. Like, why? What is it still inspires me to do it to this day? You know. You know, one thing I want to actually just talk to you guys about. Um, is like, uh, yeah, what drives us? What's the creative process for, for because for, especially you guys are musicians too, you know what I mean? Yeah. And musicians oh, have such nice. a, uh, <laughs> musicians have like, all have different creative processes. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, really. Um, so like I said. Start with the ladies first. Yeah. Yes, please. She's the creative <laughs> one. <laughs> What's your creative process usually? What inspires you usually? Like, you know, we get that moment of inspiration where you're like, hey, I got to do it like right now. Yeah. Or else the rest of the time you're like, struggling to create a lot of times right so like what is like usually for you like how do you get in that like mode i you know i was trying to just work out ideas in my head that i have for whether it's a it usually starts with an idea for a painting that i want to do and then sometimes that becomes something that i'm just want to work out as a as a drawing and then the drawing turns into something that i feel like I, sometimes i feel more liberated when i create street art to experiment than when I have like a canvas that I'm going to try to work with. And for me, it, and I don't even think it started that way, but it's become that way as a way for me to work out ideas and just like almost to create with no judgment on myself in street art, which is weird because that's the part that I'm actually putting out there into the world as opposed to the painting I probably will do that, you know, sometimes sees the light of day. So it's a, you know, it's interesting and it yeah. comes from different places, but. I mean, you know, part of me, sometimes I feel like just, just coming from what you just said, sometimes, um, it's easy to say like, Hey, this person's just, uh, trying to promote themselves, but I don't think it actually comes most of the time. It doesn't come from that area. It's more like, Hey, I want to be able to give a gift to the public in, in, in a sense. You know I mean? I think that's I've always thought of, uh, there she is artwork is like a, you know, another story going on you know, in the streets, like you see that and you, you wonder like, what is the, you know, what is the story going on here? You know? And if you can do that to someone for just a brief moment, man, you've, you've accomplished something. It's definitely a stop you know? and pause and, you know, take a, <laughs> take a real like long look whenever, you know, I, I love the cutouts. I mean, she, a lot of people, you know, the, 
they're just doing pasters. They're just slapping them on. But, you know, sometimes she does these little pasters that are cutouts. And it, I mean, if you've never done this before, to, to, to try to paste this on something is a very delicate situation. You know what I mean? Not to mention this is against the law and you got to be watching over your shoulder and everything, you know. It's like, oh, I just ripped an arm off. Hold on, let me just place that very carefully back on there. Oh, now it looks like it's coming off of her hip, you know. It's got to be careful with this kind of thing, you know. So one of the ones I note, the pieces that, uh, before we get to it with your creative processes, Mm -hmm. I mean, um, you know, keep street art illegal. (laughs) Yeah. Right? That's that's what I (laughs) mean. You know, I'm just curious. Well, you know what? There is. There's always going to be that element. There's. If you're doing something that's just purely decorative, then you know you're probably not going to get some trouble. You know, from a cop or something like that. If they just see you're doing something decorative, but if something you're doing has something other than decorativeness to it, if there's some kind of meaning or message to it or something like that, then that's when it starts pushing the boundaries of being legal or not. Like I have a permit now to put artwork on. Uh, one <laughs> box in downtown LA, yeah. but I just put that in a nice little plastic sleeve and I and take that with me. And with most of the time they don't stop and say anything because it's all about body language. I have my stuff set out, like right. I'm taking my time. And so if they see that, they're not going to bother you or something, yeah. you know? I think we kind of have an advantage of being a couple with that too. Absolutely. Because I remember on uh, when we lived on Melrose and there was that time that arsonist was like oh setting my God. all the cars on fire. yeah. And uh, we put up street art that night that the cops there, we must have seen like 10 or 15 cops on the street, but we're just a couple walking hand in hand. Yeah. And like, we just have our, like our wheat paste in a, like, you know, little (laughs) water bottle or whatever. (laughs) So they're just like, we saw so many cops. The Pony and Clyde of street art just strolling on by. That's what I was thinking too. (laughs) Never mind us. We're just going to go over here and do some vandalizing. (laughs) Yeah. Just keep Hollywood from burning down, please. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that, man. That was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, why are we out here right now? <laughs> <laughs> so let's get back to that. I mean, what, what, what is, you know, what, what gives you that inspirational kick? You know, I mean, like, like I said, whether it's for music or, you know, because like I said, um, yeah, you know, what's your creative process usually? Wow, like for my art, it's like it usually comes from my childhood. Okay. Like, like most of everything I do comes from my childhood. It's like either a lot of it is kiss. Like I, I talked to all that crap. <laughs> and that's earlier. perfectly fucking fine. And then, but like whether it's like, you know, where I'm thinking, you know, I used to buy those bubblegum cards. What do those things look like? And then I like find them online and just recreate them and just put Lung's face with like Kiss's makeup on it. I like to look at things and go, Oh wait, that's mine. That's not the real one. That's when I fool myself. That's when I'm like totally stoked. I see. That's I see. cool, man. I like I said, I love that you know the music inspires your art and it's yeah. all connected to like you know. And to me, one of the reasons why uh, teaches art really caught my attention a lot of times is because he would always do you know um, stencils of like you know like some rappers sometimes. Yeah. You know, I mean, I loved it. And like I said, I'm such a I like to follow unique personality, but it's awesome that you, you know, kiss <laughs> you so much. Right? I love it's that. weird. It's, it's weird. awesome, man. <laughs> I mean, if Kiss knew that, that's that's such a, you know, accolade to them. Exactly. I mean, I would be stoked if I were them, just knowing that other artists are putting up artwork inspired by my music and everything. You know, <laughs> one of the other ones, just uh, real quick, I just thought of when I think of Kiss and street art is, uh, you know, Homo Riot. Yes. He does kind of yes. like, you, you know, I mean, that's so Kiss inspired. Absolutely. Too, right? Absolutely. Right. So that's kind of, like I said, it's kind of like, uh, um, you're not alone in inspiration, right? So, Slightly different take on it, though. Exactly. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. More of a Jeremy Novi take, like, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> What about you teach? I mean, you know, we, we've talked to our guests, but I'm just saying, like, what gives you that kick of inspiration sometimes? Because you're you're prolific, man. I mean, well, you're always working on stencils, and I look. Sometimes it's I therapy look, look, for me. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps me from killing more people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can see that though. I, I can see that because it's like, uh, you know, Keith. I mean, teach. He's so uh, you know always just busy man you know what i mean he still makes the time to you know come and work out in street art man yeah you know what i mean i think it's like and seriously though part of it is it's 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 a type of therapy because what it is it's it's a protest it's part of it's a protest part of it's spreading peaceful images it's a balance i gotta have somewhat of a, a balance because if i just do one or the other then i get whacked out 
um, get too angry if I'm just doing political stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> start, you know, looking at my kids like I want to get angry at them or something like that for doing something. I'm like, wait a second, dude. Okay, you need to go do some pretty things. Yeah. You know, you need to do some peaceful things. We need to make some happiness going on here, you know, and have a balance. Um, yeah, I, well, you know, so that's, for me, a lot of the inspiration is the political stuff that's going on that's having an effect on me. So then, oh man, you know, it's just, I do stuff and I put it out there and, and you know, I, my vote, I feel like just doesn't have, you know, I might as well be tossing it into the damn wind. So that's, instead of, you know, getting that feeling of accomplishment from a vote, I feel like I get that from putting the street art out there, you know, and the positive messages get that, you know, neoplastic uh, vibe for making people feel good. And then the, you know, the, the political stuff, you know, just to keep me sane from not just wanting well, I mean, to go to DC and scream at them over the wall. Yeah. Well, we don't even got to go to DC. I mean, one of the things that you've been participating in locally is the teacher strike, right? So, I mean, oh, that's, it's still affecting you. Yeah, right my now, kids. Right? Okay. My, my twins, they're eight years old now. Okay. My, my little boy and my girl, okay? And my son, you know, he's like, the government's shut down, okay? It partially shut down, whatever. And the yeah. teacher strike was going Daddy, on. My son was mean? like, Dad, what? Yeah. <laughs> no one no one, just, no one, wants to get this year going. <laughs> no, son, they don't. You're, you're eight years old. He's very ahead of his years in certain things. But, like, you're absolutely right, dude. Yeah, people wow. are just not, no, no. Son, they just, they, they're trying to get some things figured out because, you know, some people have been taken advantage of by other people and they just got to get it figured out. And so that, uh, you know, everyone is, you know, getting the right thing happening to them. You know, you can't get too technical with the, uh, yeah. you got to try to keep the words simple and, <laughs> yeah, and you know, and easy to understand. But, um, but yeah, it, that- it was hard. Now they're, you know, the teacher strike is over. Teachers will be back in school tomorrow and everything. So um, it's over. Their, their heads have already, their, their minds have just shrunk already. You know what I mean? All they do is they get on these damn little Nintendo Switches that we got for them. Um, and I can just, I can almost sit there and watch their heads just just shrink. You know, their brains just atrophy. You know, I feel like my dad telling me when I was young, you quit watching the boob tube, you know, yep. it's making you, making your head Absolutely. just shrink. But I mean, talk about, talk about just kicking your inspiration into gear. I mean, the teacher strike, I mean, you're out oh, there man. with your kids, right? Dude, I, mean, I was I pulled I out sick too, so I, I pulled out <laughs> Yeah, I you know, it's well, they weren't that sick, you know, there's little well, No, you were I heard, I thought. Yeah, no, okay. dude, if one of us gets it in the house, they <laughs> cough in your face. Yeah, everyone. You pretty much cough in your face, everyone gets it. But um no, uh, you know, I pulled out some stencils that I hadn't used in six years. You know? And just to see that they're still relevant. Yeah. It was like, you kidding me? This, yeah. you know, stencil still works. <laughs> Grand, um, <laughs> little faded, little, you know, getting kind of worn out or whatever, but it's still very readable, you know. Took them to the to the marches and everything, and then the teachers were stoked. Our, our kids were like some of the only kids that, that showed up. Yeah. And so now their teachers think that they're like OG students. <laughs> they're like getting the serious <laughs> nod from their teachers when they get back to school. Because not only did they show up down there, but like they showed up with, with, with boards with like them when they were younger on them. Right, that's right. <laughs> I had to tell the teachers that was them when they were younger. I started doing graffiti because of them. That's right. That's and awesome. I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, teachers has a, has a purpose why he's doing his art, and you know, sometimes we were just talking about this actually. Sometimes I struggle with. Uh, the purpose of like why you're creating your art too. Do you guys struggle with something like <laughs> <Yes>. that? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then we were saying it's like there she is. What yeah, do you think? I, I don't know. Like for me, street art has always been more about just the visual image and the way it interacts with the environment, the way it deteriorates. It's it's always kind of on that more surface level, which I feel to me is is deep. Because yeah, that's, that's what hmm? inspires me is that aesthetic of, of putting that out there and just that mm-hmm. and plus the, just the feeling of the exposure of like the, the, the initial nakedness of just putting like a piece of work out there. But I, I know that a lot of people, like I know you, you more use it as a, as a voice, but it's a, not necessarily like you're trying to give a message. But yeah, I'm just trying to take the piss, basically. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> you got to have a little bit of everything out yeah. there, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, there she is. Do you ever see yourself quitting doing street art? I, 
I never thought we would be doing it now. Or I, I, <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. No, right? No. I don't think I'll ever stop. Yeah. Uh, what about you? I don't think so. I, I, I keep getting know. ideas. Yeah, see, that's the thing, yeah. right? Do you guys ever see it as a, just because as a musician, you guys understand too. Sometimes, like I said, often I, I put it this way. Yeah, I was talking about how, how do you guys kick in inspiration. I like, my theory is I can, you kind of got to come to the table like as a professional every single day. And just like I have for myself, I have Music Monday, right? Where my job yeah. is to do something with music today. Like, so it's, sometimes I, I like that. I didn't know you haven't done it. And, wor- nice. and, work, and work out Wednesdays, actually. Oh, dude, you and the alliterations, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? so You're big just, on alliterations. I mean, I work with a lot of rappers, you know what I mean? So, oh, of course, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sense. all kinds of lingual things yeah exactly so, so I, I mean for me like i literally sometimes i will sit there and just kind of like okay it's monday I, I force myself to work on music sometimes i just listen to music you, you know yeah, what I mean? but like i said it, it seemed for me like um and i don't know if you guys feel this way it's like it's almost like an artist burden sometimes where you're like i'm, I'm doing this i do love it but i'm doing it and uh, like i said I don't think I'll ever quit music either, but sometimes I goddamn hate it. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, there she is. You what do you think? About street art too. I oh, mean, any any kind of art is it's a love hate like frustration. Where uh, yeah, a lot of times I'm creating and I'm just in, in the process of doing it and hating it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. Whoever saw me angry was about, really angry was about doing art. Yeah, she has her three steps of, of you know, doing art. Inspiration, complete anger, and then, <laughs> like, okay. The second one scared the hell out of me, like the first time I'd seen it, because I never saw that happen before. So she's just painting and just, <laughs> I was like, I was just like, what just happened? <laughs> you know, it, it's that's nice. That's it's that's good to be able to get that out. Yeah. You know, it's comforting to hear you guys say that, honestly, because like, um, like I said, I think like as artists, we need kind of this sometimes this platform to discuss with fellow artists and just to hear from other artists. Like, okay, I go through this too. It's oh, I never mess up. By the way, <laughs> every every stencil I've ever cut's perfect. <laughs> I almost believe it. <laughs> no, it is true. It's almost <laughs> believable. He's just like a human plotter, man. It's like, insane. <laughs> and you make like the most unique stencils I've ever seen. They're so bizarre with like the metal and the, it's, yeah, it's, it's certain, interesting. Exactly, you created that style. Man. Yeah, I hate to see your horn, dude. But no, I mean, I've never it's, seen it. It's comforting, man. Like to be hundred percent honest, just. Like I said, I to me, like I've always just respected the visual art aspect so much because um, it, it is hard to for people. There, there's only well now with Instagram, more people can see your stuff, yeah, you know, sure. I mean, right, mm-hmm. right. <clears throat> but uh, like I said, it's still like I said, it's still underappreciated because you know I've done a couple painting myself, and like I said, it's. You're right. While you're doing it, you hate yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? There's some artists, they say they're like process artists where they enjoy that whole journey and that's what they're all about and they don't care about the final product. Oh, I know. They'll do like a really nice piece and you'll be looking at it going, oh my God, that's amazing. And then they keep going on like, you might want to... Dude, chill. You you know what? If you leave it, if you just stop now, it's still awesome. No, it's still... You know what? Fuck it. You fucked it up. Go ahead. <laughs> Fuck it up even better, dude. Just go for it. No, I don't even give a shit anymore. Fuck you. Have you heard? Okay, have you seen those guys like those uh, Tibetan monks who do the sand, um, the sand art? How they basically oh, man. They, well, just, they just keep it changes from one image to the next. Well, they basically they have a it's a flat uh, ground, um, uh, and then they basically put uh, they use like these little tubes and basically put the sand. Um, in separate locations and the whole art process is not actually the final product but it's them actually doing it because right after they finish it they maybe keep it there for like is that the one that's on the mirror or the window on the glass mirror window glass it's something like that (laughs) you can see through it (laughs) exactly you know i mean like i said to me it was just always interesting because it really is about the process because the art exercise yeah a beautiful exercise the art itself i mean like i said it's sand they're just gonna blow it away and take it away right afterwards but the true artistic aspect of it is the is the process you know i mean i'm like sometimes it's hard for me to see something like that you know because (laughs) you, you when you do something and it looks awesome, you want to like, oh, that, leave that. Uh, someone else might want to see that and have that, you know? 
and so that's, that's the natural instinct, you know? Um, but I think I should probably try to do more of that myself where I just go through the process, you know, because I've, I've never really done something like that. I've always, when I was younger, I used to do commission paintings, like yeah. photorealistic paintings, portraits of people, dogs, houses, all kinds of shit, and having to make it look exactly like the thing. Yeah. So once I got it to the ideal moment, it's done, yeah. you know? So as an artist, you know, um, now the more I think about it, that's that's something I, at some point, you know, when I'm not so fucking busy, um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, I'd like to put myself through, you know, because that's going to make me grow as an artist. I think kind of what they, it's, uh, it's kind of part of like the whole like Buddhist thing too, um, where you're not supposed to be attached to the actual possession, you know? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, God, me? I need a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so attached to a lot of things. Like I said, you know, one, one other street artist uh, that talked to me about it is uh, uh, Feffel, um, Gianni Arroyo. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Do you guys remember him? Yes, yeah, definitely process artist. It's painting right there. Yeah, and the, oh, awesome. Oh, there, the there, vampire yeah. one, yeah. Oh, dude, Gianni, you would be so happy, man. You have got a nice spot here, man. He's going to come on the podcast, too. Right? Man, that guy is awesome. He's amazing, man. Like, to uh, me, but like I said, he was the... And his father, too. Oh, right. Oh, his father, okay. too. Totally. Jimmy, Italian, love you, buddy. Italian connection. Right? going to come by and have some, some cold cuts sometime <laughs> nice. again soon. But I, like I said, I just, I, I'm not sure if he's still doing street art because he does some other yeah. uh, mediums. His conceptual art that he's been doing, he's been doing is amazing. I've just been following his work and just from who he was on the street is like, oh, he's a whole nother place. Yeah. And where it is, it, 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 you can see the, the growth and the just. It's uh, not afraid to go for it yeah, too. You yeah, know what I mean? Not, Absolutely. not afraid to look really reaching to himself and spit it out in whatever way, at least to me, that's how I process what he's doing. That would, that would be like a really good inspiration for me for like going through what I need to go through next. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like the opposite of what I put myself through. Yeah. could really use some of that freedom. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, I, I envy you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but we did like a video with him. And like I said, he was just talking. It was honestly the first time I thought of graffiti like that because he was like, Hey man, I just, Put it on the street. I'm not attached to the actual piece. It's the yeah. whole process of it, and it was very, very inspiring because, like I said, everybody has their own inspirations and reasons yeah. why they're doing street art. You know what I mean? And uh, so far, to me, everybody's unique. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, really. There's no. Everyone has a little eccentricity <laughs> about them. You know, what I mean, it's like it's it's all different the motivations and even the inspirations too. You know what I mean? So like. Like I said, it's, it's, it's been a great journey just documenting all this. So, I mean, who are some of your favorite street artists, guys? I mean, there she is. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Well, yeah. First, they name each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's a given. Okay, it's given. Well, the Nomade. This guy's got his, like, lineup of... The Nomade, Filth Grime. What's your all-star Yes, Filth Grime. Out of San Francisco. Oh, okay, uh, <laughs> dis- uh, Destroy All Design, Scepterhead. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, who else, uh, who else do I like? Um, I don't know. We did a mirror. Uh, Common Sense. Common Sense. Oh, Common yeah. Sense. I, I haven't seen him in a while. Common Sense artwork. I, we, like when's the last with we the buffalo? Look, yeah, we were looking at his Instagram today. His last post was two thousand. He comes and goes. You know, he does yeah. some stuff and then he takes off for a while. I, I was such a huge fan of seeing his artwork in the street because it was always so well done and so clean. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I agree. I agree. He even did a, a couple of uh, films. Yeah. Um, one of them oh, is. Oh yeah, um, yeah, we have a. He, what uh, is the name of that? It's. Uh, God. Yeah, it's on my. I can look Artis, my artisan. Right artisan. Yeah. Something. Artisan. Uh, yeah. We're going to find it here in for so you guys bad. in just a second. No, you know what? We're going to see her for 10 minutes while we figure this yeah, out. Please. Damn it. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just bite my toe. I'll figure it out. Let me. Uh, what? Artisan Underground? <laughs> was it Artisan Underground? Templar. Artisan's Templar. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. How did I remember that? Hey! You're an OG, man. No, it was something that he said with yeah. the, that that brought yeah, it out. Interview you in that movie. Yeah, and yeah. well, he went. Uh, he was. He got to film me when I fell off the billboard. Yeah. The one time oh. I fell off a billboard. What? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen this. Wait, wait, wait. What, what year was this? It's on. It's on YouTube, That's dude. On YouTube. It's, uh, there's. Um. That was. Uh, 2013. Okay, and what, yeah. what? 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 Like media is for a film? This was for. He just put together this film and he put it on YouTube. Okay, it's free. Yeah, it's okay, a free street okay. documentary. And then, yeah, and Artisans Templar. Off? Are you? Yeah, dude, he was out? there. That well, okay. So, 
quick story. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the uh, the night that we went, I went. I actually hit two billboards together. Okay, I made two billboards talk to each other. I had Captain America, oh. and I had Maleficence, which was Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And I, I made I made a speak bubble, and I made her say, "Hey, Captain America, let's teach peace." And then on his, his speak bubble said, okay, let's teach peace. So you had two billboards before three billboards came out. Right. Right. So. Sorry. The pioneer, man. The night that we go to, to, to film this, for some reason, there was a van parked right next to the, to the billboard pole. And the way it was parked, I, I had... I put the ladder up, and it was right up against the van. And I thought I had enough lean on the pole to get up the pole without it catching on the van. Well, no, not, <laughs> evidently not. I was almost, I was almost, the very next step, I was reaching up to grab a hold of the ladder on the billboard. Okay, and then all of a sudden, there was like a, and I was like, uh-oh, boom, boom. I, I fell down, and I went into the barbed wire. I had, luckily, I had a jacket on. A pretty oh good thick God. jacket. Um, so I got, I fell down into the barbed and landed on top of the van. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and and, um, and uh, I forget what common sense his name is. Uh, I shouldn't say anyway. Anyway, so luckily he caught the, he caught me falling. And then after this, oh, yeah. Then he's like, are you okay? You know, I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'll, you know. And so I was able to get myself out of the barbed wire. It put a hole in my arm. I didn't notice it until later when I got home, but um, I stood up on the van and was able to get a better angle with the ladder standing on top of the van. <laughs> and so went ahead and got up there and Wait, finished it. And then, oh hell yeah, dude! Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was not gonna. I'm not gonna make the dudes come all the way out there and not get some filming done. That's You're down, uh, man. You're too, you're too down. <laughs> I was angry. I was. I was determined. The, ne- the other billboard was easier. I did the next one. Just walked it over and went up and down. It was piece of cake. <laughs> Damn did you guys fan. have any like almost injury stories during street art, or maybe there has to been some mishaps. Almost cops because Teach seems to have quite a few of these types of stories. Yeah, I have a big fear of heights, so nothing ever far off the ground. Smart, you know. and I'm Smart. too chunky to climb up, so yeah. I don't want to do that. So. <laughs> That's smart. I mean, hey, no, man. you don't need to. A lot of people, ground traffic, walking, there's plenty. It's fine. And you know what? The billboards, they don't last hardly long at all. It's more of an ego thing anyway. <laughs> and plus, I mean, you know, graffiti writers have died. I mean, doing, yes. doing, doing tags. I mean, like King Robo, I mean, yeah. died just a few years ago, basically. Wow. You know, I mean, uh, the guy who beefed with Banksy or something like that, right? Yeah. Well, there was a... Uh, God, I don't remember what the poor kid's name was, but he actually fell off a billboard. Um, oh, yeah. It was a few years back. Uh, I forget exactly. Somewhere in Bakersfield? Anyway, yeah. So, um, no, I'm, I'm done with the uh, with the billboards. Yeah, I'm I see. Almost 50 here. No. <laughs> no. Well, I, mean, I was hitting them when I was 40, you know, all, all the way up until like, uh, what, 46? Well, I mean, I was going to ask you, after you fell, would you, did you go back? Yeah, but you said you went right back up. So No, I yeah. put the ladder right back up the damn billboard, <laughs> bleeding, <laughs> dripping blood, going up there, got it done. <laughs> Dude, you don't understand. I'm mostly Italian. I'm stubborn as a motherfucker. <laughs> once, once I'm set on something, it's going to get done. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it, man. I mean, so like I said, no, not really any run-in with cops or anything like that. No, luck, we've been pretty lucky. We have with like cops. a ritualistic time we go out for some reason. Ah, smart. Around 3.30 in the morning, usually on a Sunday, Monday. That was yeah. Like yeah. It's been worked so far, and that's when. <laughs> well, that was Gregory's, that was Greg Linton's timing. It was always the yeah. Sunday mornings, late, late Saturday night. Yeah. And then, yeah, Sunday morning, because Sunday morning, people yeah. aren't getting up early. Yeah. Cops are like, please, for the love of God, it's done. Like, yeah, you know, they're not, what's this guy doing? Was he, okay, who cares, you know? I mean, it's so, smart. So let me ask you guys, I mean, like, how how often do you put up pieces now? Is it only when you're inspired, you have a, kind of like a visual idea? Or is it, is it like a scheduled ritual, like you guys said? You guys have a ritual once you go out, right? Well, I mean, now, well, now it's, uh, we, don't, we don't, like, when we lived in L.A., you had to get up a lot. Yes. Because you'd just be like swallowed if you didn't. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, for now we get up in LA and that's what. If, no, it's you know what he's right. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah. 
back during that time, there was so much stuff going yeah. on that if you didn't get up all the time, you, you got covered. You, yeah. you just didn't, you, no one saw you. And you had, like, I felt like you had to be quality because, like, everyone around you was doing really good stuff. So I'm like, man, I got to step this shit up or I'm just going to, like, you know, be no one. Like I said, I, I I love it, man. Like just to have that motivation to compete yeah. on, you know, and to me, it's just like, man, we all uh, have different motivations. And like, you know, I, as you know, just a documenter, like I said, thank you guys for all the, you know, great work you guys have done, oh, man. You guys kept us entertained. <laughs> well, you know, at the beginning when we first started, I mean, there really wasn't too many. I mean, that's why we all know Greg, we, you know, from yeah. Melrose and yeah. Fairfax and things yeah. like that. I mean, you know, as the years came on, I mean, there's a lot of great blogs right now that like, you know, I mean, and, and, uh, you know, there's been a lot of companies that have been, uh, street art galleries. How many yeah. do we know? <laughs> I mean, you know? There's a lot of artists that also burn out. They've come and they've yeah. gone yeah. and yeah. then eventually they start up, they stop, they just, they start doing something else, you know? Um, so, and the, the key is to, you know, Banksy only does something every once in a while, mm -hmm. yeah, you know? Yeah. I only reason why I do stuff so freaking often, like I said, is because it keeps me from going crazy, you know, and helps me have a voice and everything. So um, I think it's good that you don't, you know, feel like you need to do something all the time. You know, it's, it's nice to be able to just get out, you know, and then when you're really truly inspired and feeling. Yeah. There was a point at, in LA where it felt like we were just trying to make pieces just to keep them up to the point where we weren't really working on a new inspiration and we were really coming up with, you know, like putting as much energy into that process as much as it was like, oh shit, we got to get up this week or let's. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just <laughs> regulating. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. What, were like, there any street arts you ran into in the street ever while you guys were doing it and going up? Because it seems like it's weird. Everybody's getting up the same place. I think times. we saw Pasty White one time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have just talked to him today. Yeah, yeah. so it'll be great. Yeah, he's awesome too. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Another OG, one of the nicest man. guys. You know, that's why we wanted to have him on the podcast. We're just like, hey, man, like, we really want to give a platform. To, it's like, hey, let, let's talk, man. Pasty White, we all know they, you know, each right. first. It's like, <laughs> I know you got a lot to say, man. Like, like, you know, we'd love to have you on. So, like I said, it's great, you know what I mean? But, yeah, Pasty White is one you ran into, yeah. right? I actually remember there was uh, one or two nights where we went and saw Greg play. Yes. And then anytime that happened, yeah. there was always some slapping up going on. Yes. Right? That whether it was you putting a giant toilet out in front, that was it? Was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I don't know about the story. Was it? Yeah, it was like a. Yeah. It was a giant toilet. With it was a regular sized toilet. It just oh, yeah. felt like it was giant yeah. because it was oh, a toilet. Oh, it was a giant bag of cocaine. Yeah. That's what it was. That's on the toilet? Yeah. And it had, I put. Uh, Lindsay Lohan had uh, had signed it, had signed the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and so I snagged this toilet with Lindsay Lohan's signature on it. So I put a bag of Coke on it and stuck it outside this uh, venue. We went to. <laughs> <laughs> you were going over there taking pictures of it and everything. My God, does that say Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Multimedia artist. You know, I looked at I all types of. Uh, medium I've put up in the streets, <laughs> yeah. stencils, uh, pasties, uh, sculptures. Uh. I mean, and I uh, appreciate that you don't tie yourself down to like one, yeah, it's cool. one medium. And yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I love like uh, those little uh, uh, plaster um, teach piece crosses yeah. you have, basically. Oh, yeah, and the, and the yeah. little the dogs I've been doing lately, too. I, have you been doing some dogs? Well, I sculpted some dogs, like a little uh, French uh, French bulldog and okay. a little pit bull and a little um, uh, Doberman pincher, little okay. miniature heads and little bodies and stuff to go along with the little teach piece uh, crosses. It's it's another little like a you know peaceful thing to put out there, you know, to kind of balance out the 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 political. The hell is stuff. I've been, seeing, I've been seeing some plaster baby heads all around all around the oh, world, yeah. actually, too. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's where that came from, actually. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, okay. One of my one of my friends actually has helped uh, put a bunch of those up. Oh, another street artist. And yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have one soon. His oh, name's really? Empire. Okay. okay. Oh, there we go. Um, we just have to Empire doing dude. Empire is ah. OG. Empire is like one of the OG guys. He used to hang out with Shaka. And like the original guys, so I'm really looking forward to having him on. It's crazy. But I went to Germany and I saw some. Of this stuff. No, 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 yeah. I don't know that he put those up, but yeah, exactly. But it's he helped with some network, of those. Right? But I was like, dude, like we're both big cat lovers, uh, Empire and I. 
And I was like, dude, man, you should, we should like find a, a cat head, you know, because I can make molds and stuff like that. Yeah. And we'll, we'll make uh, molds of cat heads. You put cat heads up instead of these, you know, instead of just the baby heads. And so I sculpted a little cat head for him because we looked for one for months and then ordered one online and came in as a little porcelain one so I couldn't cut it in half. Yeah. So I was like, dude, let me just sculpt one right quick. So I sculpted one for him. And so now he's putting up the cat heads. And so after sculpting the cat head, I was kind of like, Man, I love dogs too. You know, <laughs> people are hitting me up. They're like, "Dude, do you not like? Who hates dogs? Why do you hate dogs? I don't. What are you talking about? We didn't do. You did a cat? Just because I didn't yeah. do a dog, do mean I hate the dogs? Okay, dude. So I did some dogs, and I was like, man, like, you know, there's another nice little thing to put out there. You know, the whole sculpting thing is very therapeutic as well so you know what one of the things i love about teachers art is it's so americana like i know i really really it's one of the cats and like, dogs it's raining cats and dogs and i think like you know just it's the whole just uh everything teachers about man like it truly is like modern day americana it's you know <laughs> you know i mean and like I said, I don't know if that's what you're going for. Well, dude, it like started said, because of, you know, the, the education thing. That's part of Americana and the, yeah. the whole teach peace thing. I mean, that's that comes from being, you know, growing up with a military family and everything. So that's very much uh, Americana. But, you know, um, like I said, it's, I'm, it's I'm, amazing I'm, where I'm, the, what administration we have now and, <laughs> and what we've ended up with. And that's why you're you would think dogs. I've done, done anything. <laughs> You know, it's, it's, it's like I said, it, to me, it's just like I love the different mediums of street art. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, a wheat paste, right? It, and initially, you know, people are just doing wheat paste or stencils or, you know, even the graffiti culture. But it's like, man, street art, I always felt like there's just, you know, there's a clever kick to it always. Yeah. You know, whether there's like a, um, a, like a yarn bombing or something crazy like that. Yeah. Yarn bombing. Yeah. I love seeing that stuff, man. Kind of stuff, man. Like to me. Like it, like I said, it's always to me. It's like a gift, you, you know what I mean. And uh, and uh, it's, it's, I don't know. That's at least my point of view. You know, when I walk down the street and uh, see something, you know, it's always pleasant. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. So, um, you know, let's go to the current events here. I always like to try to get you know feedback from what's going. Like, what's the most current thing going on right now? Is is the shutdown? And um, thirty days in. How many days? 30, is it now? Thirty-one, maybe. Thirty-one yeah. days in. I don't know, but I have a friend who's a TSA agent who's not getting paid right now. <laughs> I have a friend who's an FBI agent. That's there she is. Right now, yes. what, are your, what are your thoughts about what's going on with this shit? Wow. You know, I, I'm one of those people who tries, I'm always trying to focus my energy elsewhere. As, right. Yeah. You know, we, we discuss a little bit about what's going on in politics. I end up getting so distraught that you know, yeah she becomes, doesn't like it at all it's very difficult I, I i don't know the older i get the more i want to just hide my head <laughs> i remember yeah. feeling this way uh, when i was in you know in high school in the 90s and the bush administration yeah yeah very feeling discouraged and then feeling hopeful and and having this sort of turn of events that's brought us i don't even know where I, i'm confused no, I'm. I'm. I understand. I, I'm aggravated. It's very aggravating times right now. It's it's bizarre. It's polarized too. It's yeah. just. Well, it's it's just where reality. You kill me show, first. We're just like a reality show, basically. That's who are. That's who the the um, unindicted co-conspirator occupying the Oval Office yeah. is. That's what I'm saying. Is, now we're all. That's on who the he show. is. We're on the show now. Yeah. That's, I don't want to be on the show. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> they need to give all the audience clickers like, do you feel? Uh, <laughs> you know, take a poll. Nice. Yeah, you know, I agree. It's weird. I agree. You know what's weird? You guys grew up in the '90s. Like I pretty much grew up in the '90s too. And you know, during the Bush administration, I always think about this. And this is probably not very good advice for most people because it is good to keep aware of what's going on. But you know, uh, 2001 was like right. You know, 9/11, and then I went to college, and then I had a great time being. A college kid for like yeah. two years i didn't pay attention to anything and you know what the world still went on like it's you, you know what i mean so sometimes like <laughs> i like that you don't just if you choose to focus your energy on different things like you sometimes like you said it's like this weird recreational outrage that everybody is like yeah. you watch yeah. it and yeah. you get pissed off it's oh. like a, it's like a uh, drama series you know where right you that's my favorite villain. phrase of just like the like <laughs> for the past like months and months is recreational outrage it's insane to watch 
Just like, really? <laughs> just like, every, like Twitter is just like, like, I'm on Twitter all the time now because it's like such a train wreck watching it. I'm like, dude, you won't believe it. She's like, yeah, la, la, la. I don't want to hear it. Like, you, but you won't believe this. It's so stupid. But I do feel dumber for knowing it. Now I'm like, ugh. <laughs> And you know what? I know this. It's like weird because people really try to bait each other into like Facebook and Twitter arguments. Absolutely. And it is like the worst platform to. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Speaking of which, that's just recently happened. The uh, the viral video with the uh, the young uh, kid from the Catholic school oh, yeah. and the Native American. Now, um, people just hate that guy's smirk. I, yeah, that's. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be has on, a punchable face. It's. <laughs> Here's the thing. He looks a little bit like he could be my son grown up. Whoa. Okay. And so when my wife and I first talked about, you know, seeing this video for the first time and she was just like, oh my God, that makes me so angry. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, if that was Linux, I would have to, you know, I would have to slap him. You and know you what I mean? The video and you're- well, that, that was the first viral video where we thought that this kid was like going out of his way to taunt the, the Native American, you know? Then come to find out, there's a different twist to it. Yeah, there's, yeah it's been a roller coaster. You know, like and then it's like, okay, well, how do you feel now, and how do you feel about yourself now after feeling the way you felt about it before? <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, yeah. you know, you kind of tricked us a little bit. Right. And then now there's a new video too, where the kids, but earlier, catcalling some girls and saying like, like, see. The, the it's a, it's a roller coaster. See, she has no idea what we're talking and about, she's so and she's so smart. Yeah, they're, they're selling. They're selling clicks. You know, they want you to click on shit. You know what? I want to know. I don't know if you guys heard. There's this anchor named Chris Burrows that died of a heroin over or possible drug. He was on KTLA. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm like, goddamn, man. I want to know what happened. What happened? Right. Man? You know what? We're never gonna know. You, you gotta no. see what I'm saying. It's crazy, man. Like, I don't know this either. Well, <laughs> either. It's so awesome. You don't watch the news, you know. I, yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I wish, I wish that I could do that. Yeah. You know what? But because I have a wife who is an immigrant, yeah. who has had problems with her green card. Yeah. We've uh, had to look at the uh, uh, possibility of living in another country. Uh, like we, we already had to set up the the you know, potential of that happening. Now, some of my friends say, oh, dude, you know, like the, the actuality of that happening, you know, with your wife and this, that, and the other is so minute. And this, that. Well, guess what? It almost happened. Yeah. Okay. It almost happened. All right. And so until you go through that uh, experience of being told, you know what, by your lawyer, your immigration lawyer, that you need to figure out somewhere else to live just in case no other president has come close to having that kind of effect Wow. On, on my life. So because of that, I have to read and keep tune. And like, it's, it's gone from like looking at the, the, you know, online. I, I look at all of them. I look at CNN. I look at Fox. I look at the BBC. I look at all of them. Yeah. And I used to look at them going, Oh, Hey, what's going on today? And now it's like, Oh, Fuck, what the fuck's going on now? What do I gotta, you know, protect my family from now? You know? And plus, uh, you know, someone a president wants to take away the pre-existing conditions with health care. Like between that and and my wife being an immigrant, you know, I I gotta keep it in tune. Yeah. So believe me, I would I would love to be able to just shut that all down and not worry about it. And you know what? Someday I will. Someday I will. Someday I'm going to get old enough. I'm going to be like, you know what? I tried to make a a message. I tried. Fuck you guys. Fuck you all. I'm going to go to my island. I'm going to have a bunch of pretty ladies, and I'm going to have a good time, and that's going to be the end. I don't feel that it's necessary to worry about things either. I feel I don't know. I, my my coping mechanism is kind of focusing. I, I've always I was an art history major. I'm a history major, so like, kind of they always I always take it out of perspective into these perspectives that are just unrealistic. Where I'm like, well, look that can be this. so good though. Yeah, I'm like, well, look over the last thousand years. Like things that you know, I always try to. They're unrealistic in but in like how we all function in our lifetime. Most people, but yes. For some, for me, that's my coping mechanism with this. Is it's. 
I try to look at the big, big, time. big picture. Like, okay, let me think in like 200 years. Like, how is this going to how is this going to change? Because it always seems to progress forward no matter what. It goes down, it goes up. It, we, we personally get screwed in our lifetimes, but <laughs> the progress happens in humanity. And, and then I also think that the, there's just going to be like always an, an, an invention and a, and a brain that's going to think outside of the box. It's going to be born into this world that's going to hopefully change it and maybe that's my my religion in just in time but you know i uh, those are my coping mechanisms with what's going on and so it's not that i don't worry it's almost that I'm, I, ah, that's wise that's that's wise to be able to to you know um kind of a curious awareness you know and it's such an optimistic outlook too like no you you i'm a big yeah mystery, it is history uh fan too and uh, I'm a fan of history. I'm a nerd, history nerd, you know, and I, and I, do, I, do, I do look at like uh, uh, things like that. And I'm always like, you know, it's, honestly, it's been, we do live in some of the best times right now in terms of like convenience, at least for the United States life, you know, conven yeah. convenience. But then I do think sometimes I'm like, oh man, the Romans back in the day must think, oh, this is the peak of society. Right? <laughs> you know, I mean, we have toilets that flush, not like those okay men. <laughs> it does make me apprehensive sometimes too, because I I take history into account. But I love your optimism too, you know. Thought I've never I've never considered myself an optimist. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's nihilistic, and that, was, but when you're that is, there's an optimism to that, I guess. If you're there's at a things, strategy. Yeah, it's a good strategy. Like progression of humankind. We have improved over thousands of years, like I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's kind of an optimist. You know? <laughs> but you know what? You know what? Here's the thing, guys. An hour has just passed by, guys. Oh, you, wow. you know what I mean? And uh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, it's awesome. It's awesome to have you guys on. And uh, when you guys are in LA. You guys should come back in the studio, and basically we should have another episode. And absolutely, uh, you know, maybe uh, teach probably get down with you guys in the streets too. You know, hey, yeah, that would be awesome. Head out. Yeah. <laughs> Let you see how easy it is to get up with an old white man. <laughs> hey, white privilege. I'm 48. Well, you're Italian, right. man. Italians face their own struggles too. <laughs> Okay, just on a real quick note, because, you know, uh, since we're talking about history, too, and everybody talks about, like, you know, concentration camps. And, oh, this and, blew my mind. Yeah, this Germany, blew my mind. Right? And then, you know, people talk about the Japanese internment camps in World yeah. War II, right? But did you know that uh, the U.S. government also interned... Uh, Germans and Italians because they were part of the Axis power base, <laughs> too. We're all sorts no, of fucked up, man. <laughs> Look that shit up. It's true. Look wow. that shit up. Blows my mind, Blows dude. Blows your mind. So I'm just I'm going to have to check this out, man, because... <laughs> He brought that up earlier, and I'm just like, dude, what? <laughs> That's heavy. Well, they, they like, were, they I don't even know how to process that they yet. Were, they were on the hunt for communists. Like, mm. you, you know, I'm later on in the oh. 60s, too, so a lot of, like I said, uh, Italians and Hollywood movie stars, too, and, you know, they're tapping everybody's phones, oh, you know, yeah. doing all sorts of creepy shit, man. You, you know what I mean? And, uh, like, so that's a whole nother episode. But like, Dude, <laughs> we're going to have to look into that. We're going to have to look into it like an Eddie Bravo way. <laughs> oh, Seriously no. looking into that, dude. Eddie Bravo, please. We're going to have to check with you on this shit, dude. But you know what, guys? This is, uh, you know, we have a great season coming up. We had a very successful season. We actually have some sponsors we're going to bring on. And uh, this Dude, this is the first one of the year. This is the first episode of the year. We've actually been we've actually been in Vegas since the new year. We've been partying so damn hard because of the shutdown and the teacher strike. We're just like, the hell with it. Let's just stay here. We'll do an episode with these guys. Then, all right, now, James, it's time to go back to L.A. and get back to life, all right? I mean, yeah, I mean, we have Pasty White coming on, like I said. We have uh, Eddie. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Donaldson. One coming on. We yes. have uh, uh, Music Made from NoHo Arts District. We have uh, Sellout coming on. I'm sure, you know, it's going to link us to Dirk Cobain, things like that. A lot of different street artists come on this season. I don't know how many we're going to do. We did 15 last year, but uh, I, I suspect we're going to do more this year, actually. And, you know, I'm I mean, down so. for it, man. Whoever wants to, you know, come <laughs> nice. uh, hang out with us and so you, let us you get guys, in your mind. Thank you guys for the, all the messages, and uh, we really appreciate you guys following us on social media. Can we uh, throw out your guys' social media? Yeah, let's, uh, let's get some plugs going here. Yeah. You guys get it. Yeah, I actually want to plug uh, our the other two artists of Cult 33, our artist collective, Dan45 and Snipped. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, a little art Shout out to Dan. Snipped. 
Yeah, yeah so they're yeah they're on uh, Instagram uh, at snipped and at x dan forty five x. What's you your can, collective called again? Cult thirty three. Okay, what's the story behind that? We can't just like yeah. No, <laughs> we, got, we can always we got. There's not like an exact yeah, time well, of these. Well, basically, like when we were doing street art in LA, we saw everyone, you know, had these clicks, you know, they had the cool clicks, like, you know, the, the satisfaction, few, yeah, the chosen few, exactly. So we're yes, like, all, well, what can we make that sounds cool? Uh, you know, so I was like, well, I like Club 33 at Disneyland. Yeah. So let me invert their logo and Cult 33. I like it. That's I, I, was, it. I was wondering. <laughs> that's it. So you're a big Disney guy too. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So I mean, okay. So Cult 33, you have two other members. That's yeah. correct. Okay. Yeah. Snipped and Dan 45. And they're in LA right they're now. They're Las Vegas artists. Oh, they're all Las yeah. Vegas artists. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know the Snipped was in Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh, he's international. Yeah, he's yeah Not he's yeah he's John Bon Jovi, and we're just Bon Jovi. <laughs> ah, That's what I like to say. he's gonna kill me. <laughs> you know what? That's awesome. And, you know, we would love to have him on the podcast too sometime. Yeah, yeah, dude. We're in LA, man. So uh, let's let's get a note to end it, man. Thank you guys for coming on, and uh, you know, thanks for letting us get inside your mind and ask you all kinds of crazy stuff. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Take care. Bye.